Hey, Fight Fans, welcome to episode 154 of the Fight Library. I am your host, Blaine Henry, and we have a very special guest today. I won't tease you guys because y'all have already read the title and y'all know exactly who it is. The King of Lithway himself, Dave LaDuke. This is probably my favorite interview I've ever done, period. And I've done a lot with like Johnny Walker, Aljamain Sterling, Regis Progre way back in the day. So that is saying a lot. Dave is super enthusiastic about Lithway, and I was just happy to speak with him and see how excited he is about this sport. He is fighting Cyrus on the upcoming Sparta Wyoming 4 card on, on November 4th. You guys definitely don't want to miss that. It's a pay-per-view, and it's totally worth it. 18 fights. Me and Dave talk about Lithway, uh, Myanmar, the uh, rematch with Cyrus, and a lot more. This is a long episode, almost 30 minutes, and if you've listened for any period of time to our podcast, you realize that we usually try and stick around 15 to 20 minutes, but... I had to let Dave go. He was just excited to talk about the sport, and I want to thank him. So, without further ado, Dave LaDuke. I'm here with the king of Lithway himself, Dave LaDuke. Uh, Dave's so kind enough to join us today. Dave, how are you doing, man? I'm very good. Thanks for having me, guys. So you're finally getting your wish and fighting in the United States for Lithway. It's finally legalized. You are fighting upcoming. Tell us about the process of getting this fight put together. Oh, man, it's uh, it's just a bunch of coincidence happening. Uh, so basically, I was, I'm was i signed with the WLC in Myanmar and the World Lithuanian Championship, and I was supposed to defend the belt earlier than that. It's already been a year now, last yeah. August 2019. And then this whole pandemic happened, and uh, because they're not able to fly me to Myanmar, I'm, I'm stuck in Canada right now, and, and they're not able to fly my opponents as well. So I, I, as per contract, I'm legally uh, allowed to fight anywhere that I want because of travel restrictions and everything. But that, but now, you know, where do you fight? Lithuania, it's not illegal everywhere. So uh, we, my team got in touch with uh, Wyoming because they, they legalized vertical boxing, uh, you know, a couple of years ago. So I'm like, they, they might they might be able to, uh, to to play it out. And in fact, they fucking did it. They uh, they allowed Lithuania rules, headbutts allowed, KO to win, traditional Lithuania rules. So uh, they made it happen. Man, that's awesome. So how did you guys foresee a global pandemic in your contract to put in the fight clause? No, actually, uh, it was, yeah, it, it says force majeure, like um, like uh, God stuff or a force of nature. It basically says if uh, both parties are not able to, you know, for example, to, to present me a fight, they're not able to present me a fight right now, technically uh, we're able to to, uh, to legally be excused of the of the contract for the time being so i'm not i'm okay. still with them it's not like cancellation it's still i'm still uh, fighting for the wlc it's just right now they're not able to propose to me my my minimum uh, you know one one right. fight a year so so this is traditional lithways no rounds it's open open weight open rounds correct yeah exactly maybe some people don't know the difference uh, traditional little rules you know until a couple you know 100 years ago it was it was fought in sand pits it was uh, grudge matches you know uh, KO to win. So if they're if the two guys are standing up at the end of the fight, at the end of five rounds, 
it, they just raise both arms. It's a draw. And the fans, they don't care. They just want to see like a bloodbath. They want to see uh, action. But uh, for me as a fighter, you know, I fought Cyrus in 2017. And uh, if you look at the fight, I think it's uh, it's uh, everywhere on, on YouTube. I dominated the rounds. I, I lacerated his forehead in early in the first round. And after this first round, he was, you know, um, avoiding engagement too much, I think, because to, to, to not receive too much damage uh, to make it worse. And uh, I, w- I was still a new a new champion at the time, you know, Blaine? Like I was, uh, I had only 22 fights. He had over 100 and I was still able to uh, to dominate. The, the, I take a lot of pride in being able to adapt, you know, in a shorter amount of time. But uh, I, I'm very critical of myself and I was not cutting the ring. I was not cutting... As he was moving away, I was not able to uh, to control him and, and uh, finish the fight. So even though I dominated, I, I've been extremely pissed at myself ever <laughs> since that fight. I'm like, fuck, man. Like, Because if you look, I, I looked at it on Wikipedia, it says a draw. But, you know, you look at the fight. I mean, in any, any, some guys have, uh, you know, like uh, 300 fights in Muay Thai. And a lot of them are decision wins, you know. Like yeah. me. I, that, that would have been easy, a clear, you know, 10-8 uh, t- uh, domination fight. But because it's traditional rules, which I love and I respect, it says in a draw. So now I'm telling you, mark my fucking words, this, it's going to be a, a clear and decisive uh, win. I uh, I don't know how it's going to happen. I just want to let my body freely move with either headbutts, elbows. I don't care. I just want to finish the guy. He's been campaigning. I'm, so, I'm on a rant right now, but he's been campaigning. Oh, yeah, no, <laughs> He's been campaigning since the fight. He wanted a rematch. He said that he wasn't at his best, and uh, I cut him early. So, but he said he studied me, and he wants he wants to rematch. And I'm like, fuck, you campaign. I've been pissed at my fight since since the time. I I grew I've grown up like massively since that fight. Um, I fought him to min again, and uh, yeah, I wanna I wanna I wanna make sure that this like this this plane is like a, a history fight. It's for my legacy because. As for like the the, the, the only foreigner that, that knocked out Snutun Min was Cyrus Washington. And uh, we're the only two guys that have stopped him. And, you know, he's a, he's a legend. Snutun Min is a fucking tough guy. So for me, I'm battling for to solidify this as like who's the best non-Burmese Lithuanian fighter. That's so. So Cyrus was always the opponent, though. Yeah. Awesome. So Sparta, have, have you paid attention much to them much? They do a lot of mixed fights which i'm really excited for uh now that they're bringing lithway into the thing um are you going to go ahead and open the world of wyoming up to the headbutt ko or what man i'm i uh, i've had a lot of uh you know headbutts in myanmar and in japan but i've never did on u.s u.s soil so for sure for sure that's in the plans like uh, and especially that's going to be in a cage that's a first for me in uh, in Lithuania. Yeah. It changes it changes the clinch game a lot. You know, a lot of my opponents when we're in the in the ropes, they can move away and you know. But now there's there's a there's a wall here that you can't move too much. So I I, I expect a lot of clinch action when you're close when you're you're pushed onto the cage, and uh, yeah, apparently the the card has like 18 fights scheduled. 18 fights. Awesome. It's gonna be long, but awesome. <laughs> yeah, it's like it's gonna be long, but it's good for people. You know, they're gonna get their 25 bucks uh, worth because it's gonna be like amateur in the beginning, MMA, boxing, kickboxing, uh, Lithuanian in the main event. So uh, yeah, Muay Thai as well. So it's gonna be like a mix of many things. So the cage, you you brought up the point. I know you'd fought MMA in the past. Do you feel like that's gonna be an advantage for you having having it in the cage? Because that was one of the things that raised my eyebrows. About. I was like, oh, in the cage. Yeah, yeah. 
Uh, I mean, you know, my training camp, I'm doing it in Canada with uh, all my training partners are MMA guys, uh, you know, one in uh, TKO, one in uh, UFC. So a lot of a lot of different styles, different weights as well. I train with heavier guys. And uh, but, you know, I, I actually train my ground every day. I train my uh, my wrestling with the guys all the time. I'm, I'm trying to be the best training partner for them as well. So they pin me to the cage. I, I, I move. Away. So I, I like that, that that grit and that like aspect in the cage. But to be honest, I I, um, I don't I don't I, I just I just love the inside game, cage or not. I just love the inside game. That's for me. That's where the magic happens. That's where the elbows flow. That's where the headbutts flow. I'm not a big I'm not a big proponent of like doing headbutts from far away because you can get cut with an up elbow on the way in. So I like to I like to headbutt when I'm connected. So um, yeah, I think it's just going to be easier to 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 do damage with the cage for both guys. So I have to be aware as well. But yeah. And uh, you know, so see, it's it's uh, it's gonna be yeah, it's gonna be a <laughs> fucking banger this fight. I can tell you're excited, especially with it being on uh, United States soil. Um, yeah. So reason why I'm excited because you know it's uh, sorry I didn't cut you off, but as a fight fan, like I'm excited to do Lithuania in a cage. Never happened before. It's the first Lithuania title fight on U.S. soil, and it's never you know it's, it's always gonna be there and. Uh, and you asked me the question, I forgot to answer. I, I kept, I looked at the Sparta uh, just because of that. I actually bought their last pay-per-view to see uh, how it how it works and uh, to see the card. It was flawless, and uh, I I watched their 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 main event, the, the Lithuania fight. Uh, it was um, Nelson against uh, Payan, so uh, UFC vet and uh, Glory fighter, and uh, it was it was very well done. So. I, I, it gave me confidence that they're able to to hold such a big fight, um, even though they're they're uh, they're they're never you know they've they've never like um, catered the pay per view worldwide because now we're you know they're before that they had maybe some pay per views in the United States but now we're we're aiming Europe Australia UK Canada USA uh, Asia so uh, but yeah I, I've been confirmed that they're able to uh, to to accept all these these volumes. It's awesome. And you've got to be being the the, the king of Lithway as as you go by. You've got to be excited about the um, the type of hype that Lithway is starting to get around the world with WLC being on Fight Pass and now Sparta's getting it in the United States. You know, there's Lithway in Japan. There's a lot of Lithway around. Um, what are you seeing from your side? Because you're deep, deep, deep in the Lithway game. What are you seeing as popularity wise? It's growing pretty well from what I see. I'm not just deep, man. I am Lithway. <laughs> I like it. I am. I mean, I don't. I'm. I don't want to. I don't want to be cocky. I just want to be realistic. Uh, you know, like I had a plate. I had a big part to uh, to bring you. Um, let's wait in UFC Fight Pass. I. I. Uh, I know that there's no main event in the United States without me. And uh, I, I mean, my Sifu always told me, he's like, Dave. You know, it's good to be humble, but being humble sucks. You have to be able to. Uh, and I, I said, that's pretty. That's pretty true. Like, we we work hard and. Uh, and yeah, we we I really I really want to give back to me and more what they give what they give to me. Like to be honest, uh, Lynn, they, they changed my life. The, the sports and the country changed my life, the life of my my wife, my family, and uh, they they opened up my eyes on 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 a you know there are like 55 million people there, extremely humble, extremely kind, extremely polite, like borderline shy, and where even the Lithuanian fighters are extremely kind, but I relate to them so much. That uh, you know, because in Canada we're, we're, we used to be a very like hardcore, you know, uh, uh, hard winters and hunters, and but now it's not a, you know, fighting sports are almost not legal. BJJ BJJ events were canceled recently, you know, like it's disgusting. But 
I think I, I consider myself being kind outside of the ring. And then, you know, uh, you know, I mean business when I'm inside the ring and, and sure. me and Mark same. I, I was really struck by when I went there, they were so polite. You can, apart from the scar tissue in their face, you can't even tell they're let's with fighters. And then when they remove their laundry and, you know, the skirt and, and, every, and they go fight, they're like, holy shit. So they're kind and aggressive. And the, you know they're the inventors of the of the most permissive striking sport in the world. I'm like fuck, I like that, and yeah. I, I I really feel, and I always say in my in my interview in Burmese, I say that if there's such thing as an afterlife or a previous life, I must have been there, born there, you know. Uh, so yeah, I'm extremely happy to see this growth, and uh, I'm just starting. Like we're just starting. I really want to. I really think that the more Litwe grows, the more uh, it's going to help the country, you know, tourism, economic growth, restaurants, hotels. Like I want to, I want to, I want to give them like the best life possible. So I want to circle back for a second there. You said Brazilian jiu-jitsu is not legal in Canada. Is that because of the pandemic or what? No, they, they, before the pandemic, they closed, uh, they canceled an event. Like uh, I think it was, uh, I don't know the exact name, but the, they, uh, they made it legal. They, even if I'm not mistaken, some police officers came to a tournament and they said to shut it down. Yeah, and that's retarded. It's uh, it's all over the place. Yeah, so think about that. Litwe will not be legal for a long time. No. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Jiu-Jitsu, the fastest growing martial art. Yeah. I mean, come on, that's ridiculous. So There's no strikes, you know? like yeah, There's nothing. It's ridiculous. It's not like it's combat Jiu-Jitsu where you slap each other. Exactly. So was I remember, am I remembering correct? Did you get the tattoo? Where I did I didn't get the legs. I forget I, I don't know how to say it. How do you how you pronounce uh, it? Toquin. Toquin. It's hard to say. So you got the toquin? Yeah. Tell me about that. Tell okay. me what it's about. I like I'm enthralled by it. It's such yeah. an interesting well, piece. It was a painful time. It was uh you did about a tattoo, right? What's yeah. it? Yeah, yeah. The the way to do it, it's it's even more brutal than that. The uh, the the history quickly just to, for the viewers is that it comes from the Burmese Empire. The Burmese army was extremely powerful in Southeast Asia. They used to uh, dominate, you know, parts of Thailand. They they owned uh, uh, Chiang Mai. They owned uh, many places. And uh, and uh, to know, like their army was so solid. They, they to test who's the you know their their high ranking officers and everything. They would put like their their fingers like this, and they would put a nail in between the nail and the skin, and then they would hit. They would hit, and the, you would. You you wouldn't be able to sh like you couldn't show your your pain if you would show the pain then you're not deemed to be like the the, the only, in the army, so they kept that like mentality of of um, of pain and pain resistance and not showing your pain and they translated into uh, the tattooing so basically it was it was a rite of passage that's what's cool from boyhood to manhood and you were able you know you would you would do that the, those symbols in your in your on your body. To show one your ring experience, your your combat experience, uh, you know it's intimidation to your opponents. Like you know, if you if you have like no no tats on your leg, well you're fairly new into the you know the, the Lithuanian world. But then if you have a lot of battles, then you deserve you deserve your your uh, your tats. And then uh, what else? Yes, the the and while you're doing it, you 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 can't really show that it's uncomfortable. You can't you have to stay you know straight face. And it, we're talking about about 24 hours total of, uh, you know, and maybe one or two, maybe three sessions. And, um, and, and, and the way they do it, and I, I interviewed one of, uh, of the, 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 an, old, uh, an old tattoo artist. He was seven years old. And he said, when I used to do it, I, I, I felt like with the, the bamboo, it's not, that, it's not enough painful. So he started, he started doing an artisanal machine with magnets that would pierce even faster and even uh, deeper than the bamboo. 
And uh, that's how he tattooed. He was a coach in a little gym in Myanmar. And he would, he, he would, he had like maybe 10, 10 fighters and he, he tattooed them all. He did all the token for all of them. And I met all of them. They came, all the 10 guys are now in their upper 40s, upper, upper 50s. And they all have their tattoos and they lift up their skirt to show it to me. And oh, wow. uh, it was, pretty, it was a pretty powerful moment to see that they're all fighters, you know. And, uh, and uh, so, yeah, I have my back with bamboo. But I have my uh, my legs with the artisanal, uh, you know, magnet machine, which is super uh, painful. And yeah, so I, I mean, the way the way he told me is like, Dave, I don't believe like because you know there's a big war between a big rivalry between them and Thailand. You know, they, yeah. they don't like each other. Thailand uh, apparently stole their martial art. You know, Muay Thai comes from that way. And right. he's like, you know, he's like, you know, in Thailand they believe that you know uh, uh, tattoos can stop a bullet. You know, we be- we don't believe that bullshit. It's obviously not true. Obviously, it's fucking stupid. Who believes that is stupid? He's like, I I just think that. If you're strong enough to to resist this, and you know, in the in the inner ties and on your kneecap, on your everything for you know a long time, and you don't show pain, and you're you know you have you deserve it because you have a lot of fights. Well, you're a fucking man. I don't you know I don't believe it is like uh, magic black magic bullshit. It's obviously not true. So you get I really like him for saying that. You know because yeah. we can get it's very easily to get confused in all those uh, those stories, those folk, folklore stories. You know. Right. So let me ask you this. Did you show pain or did you wait till get back to the room and then you went, oh, you, you can ask my wife. I was uh, I was like white, but uh, <laughs> I didn't I didn't scream. I didn't do anything. Now, but I was I was not liking it. Trust me. Yeah. I'm not doing this again. <laughs> so rumor on the street, not really a rumor. It's been announced that your uh, book is being authored by Tom Taylor, who's a good friend of mine. Can you tell us a little bit about that, man? And that's cool because Tom did. We first met uh, while I was in Gatineau. He's he's living in Ottawa, Canada, and uh, we uh, he came to do an article with BJ Penn, and we clicked. And uh, I like how he, he verbalizes is you know right. I like his pen. And then uh, I've been receiving a lot of offers to uh, to publish a book, a story, because people want to know about you know prison fight, the 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 rise of Litway, which probably is going to be the title of the book, by the way, the rise of Litway. Okay, breaking news. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. We we signed the contract uh, a week ago, and it's official. He's gonna. We're already started like uh, doing interviews on the phone and just like vomiting my story. And he's gonna he's gonna verbalize it uh, very well. So uh, it's exciting. I don't know when it's gonna be ready, but we're 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 not we're not stressed. You know, there's uh, we're gonna add this this fight to the story as well. We're gonna add a lot of a lot of it. Uh, and if it's not ready uh, next year, potentially we're gonna do a um, you know, other fights. So it's exciting. I'll be buying the book myself just so I can have it on the menu. I'm going to read it, obviously. But, oh, yeah? you know, you know. so I got to get it, man. I got you. <laughs> it's Dave LaDuke's <laughs> book. Come on. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. So sell everybody the fight. Where can everybody get it? Why should they tune in aside from the King of Lithway headlining the card? Well, uh, I have I, I, um, I have a big... Um, I don't... I don't... I'm not shy. I used to say, I'm not afraid to say that uh, Cyrus is a veteran and he's he's very uh, uh, crafty and he knows what he's doing and he's been in Lithuania you know in 2014 he, he fought uh, to men and he he did uh, I, I can give it to him a very uh, a very impressive uh, you know knockout to to men with who was uh, uh, never been uh, you know knocked out before so I I actually was watching his fight before going into Lithuania or while while I was about to you know I was I was about to go so I was. Uh, 
we, what's funny is that we actually quickly met buying fruits in Phuket. And uh, at the time, we didn't we didn't know that we we're going to meet each other. That was, you know, 2017, 2016. And uh, we actually uh, we shook hand quickly and we didn't know we we're going to meet. Uh, we didn't know we were going to fight. We ended up fighting. And like I said earlier, I was not I, I, I was um, I did a great fight, but very, um, very disappointed. I didn't finish the fight. Very disappointed of, in, in my performance for this. And uh, I want to I want to make this a clear, decisive matter. There's a lot at stake for this because whoever. Well, I know it's going to be me, but whoever solidifies this title well is going to be in in the history books you know as the 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 best foreign fighter because this is like it, we always we never know until until it's uh 20 years from now but like we're living in a in a golden era of, of Litwe right now with all the foreigners coming in all the you know tutu tuntun min uh sagaman all the guys that were the the burmese guys meeting up with all the foreign the foreigners we have a former champion a former um, training partner of mine uh namjong and tiger mutai all, all guys you know doing well so it's uh it's very competitive right now and uh but this is personal with this fight with cyrus washington it's personal and people can tune up uh, could tune in and uh, right now it's the paper is available on pre-order right now on the spart spart sparta.se.com and uh, they can they can get it twenty five dollars. I made sure with my team that it's super accessible. Everybody can can get this, and uh, we uh, I'm, I'm, I can guarantee them they don't want to blink. They don't want to blink. It's gonna be awesome. I'm looking forward to it. So you've been on Joe Rogan, the best podcast in the world. You've now been on the Fight Library, the second best podcast yes. in the world. What's next? What <laughs> tours you got, bro? Because you 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 hit the top. Come on. <laughs> well, yeah, exactly. Well, I'm uh, I'm planning like I'm opening a restaurant right now, and uh, I want to open it worldwide. I'm I, we're doing the book right now, the fight, and uh, 2021 we have uh, other other big fight. I want to defend my title with WLC. So uh, a lot of things on the line. I'm, I, I kept training the entire time and I, all year, even when gyms were closed, we didn't stop. So I'm ready. But this right now, I'm focused. Blaine, I'm focusing on this fight because, uh, like, it's exactly exactly 30 days. So 30 days of, of training. I, I just finished one right now, and uh, yeah, it, it's uh, we're, we're expecting big numbers from all around the world. You know, Poland is is booming in Lithuania right now. They're organizing the World Lithuania Championship in amateur next year. So we're I'm actually gonna yeah yeah I'm, I, they were last month they were uh, last week they were for. Um, they do the judges training and planning for the, the world championship. So in Warsaw next year, I'm going to be there as a guest and uh, we're going to see who's the next amateur Lithuania champion. So they're going to have like helmets with, with, uh, they can do headbutts and uh, it's going to be pretty awesome. cool to see. And you know, that's what it is. As when, when you see the organization like this, like in amateur, this is the, this is the next step of having Lithuania gyms around the world, you know, like guys, guys need to like organize this and have like upcoming, the, the upcoming generation, training in Litway because right now what we're seeing is like I fought kickboxing champion MMA champion uh, Muay Thai champion and they're all like is, uh, established in their discipline but then they want to test themselves to see you know can they can they hang in Litway because it's very clear to everybody that Litway is the the ultimate test for striking you cannot say you're the best striking in the world unless you test yourself in bare knuckle with everything goes with elbows and knees kicks headbutts KO to win so um I, I all the you know a lot of Muay Thai fighters are coming and they're like okay I did well in Muay Thai and I want to see like can I can I test myself in, in within these rules and you know if you can get a draw a draw good 
Um, a lot of them get overwhelmed because of the, when you when you clinch, you grab the biceps, right? And then you have a headbutt in the middle. It changes the game completely, changes the clinch game completely. So, um, yeah, I'm uh, my my goal, just to answer your question right now, is to to uh, to bring back the limelight to to Litwe because for hundreds of years, for it was under a military, you know, it was the military dictatorship. It was colonial and. Uh, it's been in the shadow of the world. And while it was in the fucking shadow of the world, I explained it shortly on Joe Rogan, Thailand was able to export their sport to the world and we have Muay Thai gyms around the world right now. Well, yeah. it's a fucking coincidence and they're fucking lucky because if both countries were both open to the world, right? Myanmar was completely closed up to the world, like USSR almost. But if Myanmar was open, well, a lot of people would have been well. Why would I open a? Why would I train Muay Thai? Why would I not train the harder one, the the, the more the more uh, aggressive, the more brutal, the more effective one? So I'm 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 really confident that we would have Litwa gyms around the world. Well, that's not how history happened, but that's what's going to happen right now, and I'm on it. Trust me. We already have four gyms, uh, affiliate gym, Litzik Litwa affiliate gyms. If you see my shirt, well, yeah, that's the well, logo. Yeah, basically, uh, we have one in. in um, in uh, Redondo Beach, California, one in Austin, Texas, one in Manhattan, New York, one in Canada, and one in Reykjavik, Iceland. So we're testing the, the blueprint of my affiliate system. And then once we're ready, we unroll it to the world. We have, we're going to have Litwa gyms in Egypt. We're going to have Litwa gyms all around the fucking world. Trust me. It's beautiful. I love your enthusiasm for it, man. There's not many athletes I talk to that are enthusiastic about their craft as you are about Litwa. So I love it. Dave, I appreciate you speaking to me, dude. Where can everybody find you on social media? Well, they can just go on uh, Instagram, and that's why I like to do more stuff or on Facebook, David Zuck, and, uh, and uh, we're going to have a good time. Awesome. Dave, thanks, man. I'm looking forward to the fight. It's going to be awesome. November 7th, be there. Get your pay-per-view. It's ready right now to pre-order. Awesome. Later, brother. Thank you, buddy. Thank you to everyone who listened to this episode, and thank you to Dave especially. Make sure you get at him on social media. It really helps these guys out. Thanks to Eric Kowal for setting this up. Shout out to my boy Eric at My MMA News. I'm writing this interview up for Eric, and he was so kind as to put me on this so I can talk to somebody like Dave. Uh, if you like this episode, please drop a sub, drop a review. It is great for the channel, and we will be going into social media next, and we'll be done with the show. But don't listen to the Instagram. I have to re-record it. The Instagram is now just Fight Library. I managed to get the tag. Alright guys, I'm out. Be good. Later. Thanks again to everyone who listened to this episode. Please drop a sub and a review on your podcast um, app. It is great for the channel. You can also follow us on social media. Blaine Henry TFL and Fight Library underscore on Twitter. Instagram, you can follow us at Fight Library News for all, everything except for boxing, which is TFL Boxing. YouTube, the Fight Library. Facebook, the Fight Library. And the Fight Library Boxing. Twitch, Fight Library. Also, check out the website, fight-library.com, where we post more than just what you hear here. Um, we have interviews from everywhere around the world in many different languages, so you can get the best martial arts in the world. Also, don't forget to check out Swampstank, the best band in the world. Their new EP is out. They graduated from a single to EP. Their new EP, Swampstank, self-titled, is out on iTunes, Spotify, and anywhere else you listen to music. Anyways, thank you all for listening. I'm out. Later.